Hello and welcome to episode 46 of the Throwback Podcast. I'm Mark from the Throwback Store and I'm here with Ginger Shack. It's been a minute. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad, my man. Um, we obviously deprived the world of our beautiful dulcet fucking tones. Yeah, we did. We did. I'm coming back. Yeah. Do you know what? I've decided this year, unapologetic is the word I'm used in a lot. So there's going to be some hot takes. I'm going to say some things that are probably going to offend some people, but fuck them. Because you've always you've always been dead conservative, Mark. <laughs> yeah, do you know what? As I was, do you know what I watched? Not to be, uh, what's the word? A bit of an ego maniac, but I watched some podcasts back, thinking, is there anything I can learn? Anything we can do better? And as I watched some of the early ones and noticed how shit we was. And granted, we're not much better now, but we were really shit then. And early on, I was quite outspoken and I said some things and I swore quite a lot. As as we got later on, oh, you got in the swing of things. So don't be don't be saying that I was conservative. You 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 went hard. I don't whether you, I don't know whether you had some things going on at home and you was taking it out on me. I don't know, but hey. I was just taking out on the shit fan bases that run through this fucking league. Yeah, yeah, Celtics and Knicks. Fuck them. I Uh, didn't say that. I did. I fucking did. Uh, Yeah, so uh, I, I was just looking back strictly for improvement purposes. And it's not really much we can improve on in regards to you were being a bigger arsehole than me. And I feel like I need to be a bigger arsehole now. So that's where we're at. That's where we're at. Um, Why you've got a Bulls hat on, you've got Bulls stuff going on in the background, you've got a Paris jersey on under that hoodie, I can tell just by the collar. Uh, We might as well talk about the Bulls first off. So take it away, I'll let you do it. Obviously, great season so far. I mean, we could be better. It could be worse. I'm, I'm trying not to think about it too much. Are you panicking? No. I'm just on that sort of plane where I'm like, we appeared to be good. And, okay, a couple of games, I was like, yeah, all right, yeah. And then it suddenly dawned on me that we're, we're, we're currently on an eight-on-the-bounce win. And we haven't played awful teams in that run of eight. But in historical Bulls fashion, we will probably go and get humped by the Pistons two in a row. Yeah. Um, Or one of the more uh, conservative fan bases that don't particularly have fans, such as the the Nets. Oh, the Nets. Do you know what I was thinking? No, but in all honesty, like, it is a bit mad. Um. I made a I made a, a comment at the beginning of the season where I said the Bulls could have three All Stars. Could have four. They had, they had two last year. Yeah. And uh, I was like, we only really need what at the time I was like, we only really need. And I'll be honest, I was pinning my hope on Lonzo. Yeah. Um, and that's three All Stars because in terms of the East, if you're gonna vote in a big man. Yes, okay, we could get into the demographics of the all-star voting where you could vote in literally no centres and it could just be yeah. power forwards and small forwards playing the five position, but whatever. A centre is going to get picked by the coaches. It's well, it's gonna, well, your number one centre is going to be Embiid regardless of how the sixes are playing just for his Yeah, like, it's as simple Not as that. Me. Like In the East, if you're voting in a, a centre, you're going Embiid, and then with all due respect, you're going Vooch. Yeah, yeah. Well, the way like, the way the Bulls are playing, it's hard to argue. You know what I mean, so he's he's a backup center, simple as that. Demar Derozan, mate. Oh, clutch! Do you know what? He's always been that player, right? He's always been that player. But I just think wherever he's been, and granted, when he was in Toronto, they were in the East, and LeBron was dominating. If LeBron wasn't dominating like he was at that period, he maybe looked at it a little differently, but. There was a lot of times where he did uh, he did probably bottle it in the playoffs. But, but interestingly enough, and it's going to hurt, hurt a little bit for you, 
But do you remember when everyone was like, this is why they made a trade for Kawhi? Yeah. DeMar DeRozan wouldn't have made that shot against the Sixers. Would he not? Would he not? Like now you look at it like, I remember it must have been, yeah, it would have been New Year's, New Year's Eve, I want to say. Game winning shot was mental. Yeah. Go to the next game. Game winning shot. You're like, okay. And yes, there are people talking about DeMar DeRozan being MVP. It's very early in the season to to be saying that. Yeah. Should a player who's a veteran of that caliber be given the ranking of most improved? No, because yeah. he's putting up similar numbers that he was when he was in Toronto. Or when he, he was just, in... He doesn't or, have... Or when he was in San Antonio. He just doesn't have that other bloke, um, Carl, Carl Lickery or whatever his name was. Like The, the guy that the Heat have signed guy, for like seven years until he's 54. Yeah, the guy, the but, guy, he's from Philadelphia, so just slow your roller. He is from Philly, but is he playing in Philly? I'd have Kyle Lowry. No, because like even Kyle. the sons of Philly don't want to play in Philly. So yeah. we'll go with that. Yeah. But no, I mean, it's a, it's an interesting concept. The Bulls are doing well. It makes me feel mildly uncomfortable. Um, I think it's making a lot of other teams feel uncomfortable. I think because I think Eastern Conference front runners free for all in it a little bit and Bucks and stuff. It just it just smacks of sixes last year to me. It just smacks of sixes last year. It just makes me think they're having a good season and they'll probably the momentum will take them through. But come playoff time, I think they're not used to that environment. Like I think. When you look at, I know he's taking the got a little shot at the Nets there, but the Nets getting beat by the Bucks in the playoffs last year is probably the best thing that could have happened to the Nets because they come into this season knowing exactly what they need to do to get to the finals. And once they're in the finals, they've got the players when fit and healthy to, to win it, to win it all. But again, you can't overlook the Bucks. They won it last year. They want to. It's looking like Yanis is looking like the MVP between him and Steph. I think at the moment, from what I'm just, I've not even looked at the standings. I'm just going off what I've watched. Uh, LeBron's got to be there or thereabouts as well uh, because he's he's got better statistics than Curry, but the team isn't playing well, I think very the well. The problem is LeBron isn't being counted in because he hasn't played seventy percent of games. Is that what it is? Yeah, I believe so. I forget where I've seen it. It might have been Mo or somebody mentioned it. But okay, the problem is like, so this is the way I look at it: is that I'm going to go so far ahead of myself that the Bulls get the first seed, right? We've played gate like great against the Nets, yeah, the Bucks, yeah, dominant teams. We've we've shown out. The problem is. We've struggled against teams that, and we've got wins, but we've struggled against teams on buzzer beaters and yeah, things like your wizards, your your paces, yeah. So you do start to think, are they a bottle job waiting to happen? Like, are we, are we a team that could potentially beat the Nets and potentially the Bucks, but we're never going to get the chance because we're going to get knocked out in a game seven. Against Atlanta, like we did. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like somebody that you just like. That's what I mean. I just think it's ah. last season. I just think it smacks of the sixes. But do you know what? If anybody was to win the East out of the teams we've mentioned who are looking like they could, I would all I would always want the Bulls to win it. I'd always always root for the underdog. Obviously, nobody really expected this coming into the into the season and Obviously, with us doing the podcast, you do kind of get, well, I do, get a little bit of a soft spot for the Bulls because obviously last year, the Sixers weren't doing very, were doing very well and the Bulls weren't. And it's kind of tables have turned. So uh, as corny as it sounds, if the Sixers aren't going to do well, I would prefer the Bulls to win it, to get, to get, to get the number one seed and go on to win it. Like, 
I don't want a super team. And I know you can say the Bulls probably are a super team now, but at the beginning of the season, people weren't calling them a super team. Like it's worth remembering that DeMar DeRozan was voted the worst free agency signing by NBA executives. Yeah, exactly. Like the not not oh, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a risk. I don't the think they thought I don't think they thought him and Levine would be able to play together. They love playing together. You can genuinely see it on court. I've watched a couple of Bulls games this season. They love playing together. They love playing together. And not just that. And I, I know there's the old kind of anecdote of there's only one ball, but they love sharing the ball. And then when you've got Lonzo on the court, he's probably, you could probably argue he's the best passer in the league. Do you know what I mean? So everybody's... It is like... For me, it's it's that it's the I've I've watched various Bulls teams, so I've watched the Rose era with Noah. The companionship between that team was great, yeah. But there was the burning prospect at the back that this young guy Jimmy Butler was coming in, yeah, potentially going to be the next star of Chicago. Then they did the whole Wade Rondo experiment. Yeah. Which failed miserably. There was too many egos in the in the locker room. Wade wanted to be the king of Miami like he is, but forgot that when he goes out of his condo now, there's fucking snow. Yeah. Not a beach. Um, and then you, you know, we can't we blew it up. And I take the mick out of the likes of, of Jimmy for saying how much you love Lowry marketing, but he had a great rookie season. He he yeah. looked like the 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 personified new big because he was shooting the ball. He was yeah. okay. It didn't pan out for him. We drafted Kobe White. You know, everyone's like, I'm a Bulls fan. You're telling me that in the draft, we picked a guard from North Carolina. Yeah. And you don't expect me to be excited. A whistle. You but- know what I mean? I'm like, yes. So many years. It's back. <laughs> You know, and then you've seen his draft, like, you've seen the videos after he got drafted, where his friend got drafted. and Yeah, great personality. Now, I think there is a Bulls team that... I think basketball players in general have a different view on their life now. They understand that they have to be teammates. They have to get on because they could be stuck in a bubble at any time. Yeah. And they can't just go off and see their mates. They can't just do a Lou Williams and go to Atlanta and visit a gentleman's club because they have really good chicken wings. Do you know what I mean? Or, or do a, do a a James Harden and attend a mumble rapper's birthday party. It's, it's these things. And, and they appear to be getting on and yeah, I will, I will say that I like, I like to go back to your previous statement. You can argue the Bulls are a super team. Who at any if I turned around two years ago and said, right, I'm gonna put to you a perspective super team. Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, and Nikolai Vucevic, you'd go, the fuck have you been smoking? I know, I know. Because it's not even like any of them players hadn't been given a chance. Yeah, well, this They're is- all players that had chances at okay. franchises. DeMar DeRozan was known as DeMar DeFrozen yeah. because he couldn't get past LeBron. Vooch was known as this big man that played in Orlando, but he was never as good as Dwight or Shaq. So yeah. he was just whatever. He was the best European player. And then, you know, Nikola Jokic appeared. And everyone's like, right, well, forget this. Forget this bloke that's down in Disneyland. He's yeah. pish. Do you know what I mean? Lonzo Ball was, we knew more about his dad than we did him. Yeah, He was at the Lakers. My son's going to play for the Lakers. Bap, 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 bap. Got sent to the land of gumbo. Yeah. Played half decent, but still got fucking nowhere. Yeah. Now you've got a team that I think generally like each other, enjoy each other. And we'll see where it goes. Like, I just want to see the Bulls in playoffs. I've said it for years. All I've wanted since we've had the Nike era of jerseys is a fucking earn jersey. Never yeah. been able to get one. So we've never made the fucking playoffs. So, it's so here we are. <laughs> so here we are. Or, or the only comparison I can make is like if we say the Lakers, obviously, well, look, let's not say, let's say the Nets. Let's say the Nets. 
stats are Justice League, like Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, the Bulls are Suicide Squad. It's a load of rejects that have come together and it just works. And it just works. And I don't know why it that works. That might be the greatest fucking analogy you've ever used. Yeah. That, but that's kind of what it is. It's, and you know what? Do you know why it works? Because all of them have got a point to prove. And they're all trying to prove that point together. And, do you know, it could make for a special season for the Bulls this year. I'm not going to go out there and say they're going to win it. You know, but I think, and, and it'll move on. Enjoy it'll move the on ride. To our next point. Just enjoy the ride. Yeah, and it'll move on ride. to our next point when we talk about what is the state of the NBA right now. Yeah, in respect of it appears at present, if at some point you've stepped on an NBA court, you might just get a ten day. Yeah, yeah. And you look at some of the business that's been done by teams. So you've got somebody like the Bulls who have signed um, Alfonso McKinney, who yeah. was out of the league. It was G League, whatever. <coughs> and then they've dropped people from their roster to keep him on. Yeah. And you look at other players that have come in and it's just a confusing prospect for me because I've had one or the other. I've either had a good front office last season and the team not performing. Or I've had knobheads in the front office <laughs> and players on the court who are, who are trying to give it their go. But it seems like... Now it's kind of like a perfect harmony. Well, it... I remember people talking about when... Uh, I want to say... I forget who it was, but somebody sacked their GM. And uh, they were like, they're going to go after the Bulls GM. And I was like, no, you're fucking not. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's it's just like I'm gonna we'll stop the bulls love in a minute, but it just seems like it might be right. It seems the perfect storm, isn't it? At the yeah, moment. Yeah, like and, and, and to your analogy, it's fantastic. Like everyone says, you know, the net should be the greatest step. And they probably will be. They probably they haven't had the chance. You know, and, and they might come out of nowhere and go on a 35 game run who knows and the Bulls might fade to obscurity who knows but there isn't I will say it now there isn't a fan of the NBA that isn't sat there now going fuck me it's good to see the Bulls at the top for the main reason we love an underdog and people fucking hate the Nets yeah the people that hate the Nets hate them because they're good like, yeah. I they're think, fun to watch. I think it's the thing with the Nets it, and the Lakers. I think your old school basketball fans hate a super team and don't realise that Jordan, by bringing Dennis Rodman in, made probably the first super team. <laughs> but uh, obviously back then, it didn't. It wasn't looked at like that. It, it's kind of, it's told as like... LeBron ruined the NBA and Jordan did it all by himself. Like, the, but, but, but you are right. And you look back at it and for years, all we talked about was dynamic duos. Yeah. Your Malones, your Stocktons, your Magics, your Kareems. Yeah. Your Col- all Jordan yeah. done was go, yeah, I've got Pippin. But another backup would be all right. Yeah. And exactly. they took a punt on a guy who was probably yeah. clinically insane. Yeah. Yeah. He was definitely um, mentally ill, wasn't he? And and it and it is fun to see. It's you know, could, could you imagine if in four months' time we're talking about an NBA Finals between the Chicago Bulls and the Phoenix Suns? Yeah, it's it's a throwback, like, isn't it? Like, is bad. that not like? Are you telling me that you're not wheeling out Last Dance being rerun? Yeah, you're not wheeling out Charles Barkley doing a discussion with MJ, who is the fucking owner of a different NBA team. Yeah, but he's gonna if the Bulls get to the finals, regardless of his alliances, Michael Jeffrey Jordan is in the fucking United Center. Yeah, he's in the building. He's got. I mean, it's so Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen's apologizing like fuck. Yeah, saying all the mad shit he said. Phil Jackson's there burning motherfucking sage with Billy Donovan. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like it's. It's looking at it like it's exciting. It is and exciting. It it's is what exciting. the league needs. 
Because at the minute, people are just talking about we need to suspend the league. Teams are without players. Oh, my God, COVID! Yeah, I know. Yeah, but do you know, know what? Like, two years ago, yeah, we did suspend the league. But you're in America and they just make up their own rules. So yeah. you only have COVID for five days. Yeah. It's, and it's, in a five-day stretch, you might just miss two games. Yeah, it's a bit crazy. I think it's a bit crazy everywhere now. Like, I've noticed that might just be my perspective on things, but I think everybody's getting this this time. You've had it. You you had it recently. Uh, I had it last year, obviously. Uh, but I think this time it's a little bit milder, I'm going to say. I don't know. You you had it, so... but oh, for- it sucked. Yeah, yeah, it it, it does it, it does suck. Yeah, but uh, I, I I was very lucky. Like I'd had both my jabs. Um, I know people that didn't have their jabs that got it, and it sucked. Yeah. Um, if it sucks a little bit less by having your jabs, I'd be I'm happy that I've had my jab. Yeah. The only thing I've got to worry about now is I've got my booster next week, and apparently, if you've had COVID, it makes a, you feel like shit. Yeah, it's a bit of a bat- so, batters you a little bit. But That's no, I just... think it is like it is more widespread. But it's like if you remember two years ago, if somebody said they had COVID, you're like, oh my shit, really? Uh, yeah. yeah. Whereas now, if somebody goes, I've tested positive. You're like, oh man, I'll be honest with you, the ten days are gonna suck. Seems yeah. great, but you can't even go buy a loaf of bread. Yeah, and you can't taste anything either. No, um, but the league has been riddled with it. Yeah, but it's not. It's every team now. Yeah, yeah. There was an ongoing the... dispute about the fact that the Magic have had it hardest. I know there's not an ongoing dispute. It's just and and I understand that if we want to talk about stats and statistics, they have had players that are on wellness exemptions for 500 minutes. That's because you use them wellness exemptions to hire players because the players you did have were fucking shite anyway. So you're playing them. I don't want them to suspend the league. No, I'm definitely. sat here now with my fingers so crossed and my toes that there's no more postponements because imagine- a good friend of ours is going stateside. And I'm just hoping that he doesn't have to deal with, with anything Rona. Do you know what I mean? Can you imagine? But the way that I look at it is we're battling on, they're battling on, I'm not going to listen to any of this bollocks about there being asterisks next to how players have done. Like, people argued. Well, you see, the thing is, the, 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 the Bows beat a weakened team. Like, well, do you know what? Yeah. But we also won games where we only had fucking Lonzo. Yeah. And then games where you didn't have Lonzo as well. Like, and then we didn't have Lonzo. And, and we're, we've still not been fully back to full strength. And Yeah. Who knows? We might get back to full strength. We might go to shit. Yeah, you just don't know, do you? There's a lot of there's a lot of what ifs, and I think, and that's exciting as well in itself. Yeah, for sure, so, for sure. I but, think but all... while we're talking about while we're talking about sickness. Oh, oh, the sixes. Yeah. Oh, so but what's your viewpoint? Because I'm in the fortunate position. I've not paid much attention to many other teams because my team's doing well. Yeah, yeah, that's now, right. Now, the Sixers, I think, from what I've seen, are a fun team to watch. Very fun to watch. Very fun. You to... might not be getting all of the results you expect, but yeah. I'm a Bulls fan and I still don't want to play you. No, no. I think it were a hard game for anybody on any given night. Embiid can go off for 50. <laughs> like, and I think that's the, uh, that's the issue. I think the problem is, like, we're still fifth. Do you know what I mean? It's not like we've completely fell off. Uh, we're 20 and 16 at the moment. And I think, what are we What are we on? We're on a four-game winning streak. So, like, we're doing okay. Uh, Tyrese Maxey, who I loved anyway, who I loved anyway, is playing brilliantly. Uh, he's probably, you could argue, he's probably the most improved player in the league uh, coming out of this season. He's averaging 16, nearly 17 points, four and a half assists, three and a half rebounds. So 
But people are saying, oh, we don't need Simmons now. Like, Simmons is important. Right, he's not going to come back. I think everybody, and we said we wasn't going to talk about him, but he's not going to come back to the Sixers regardless. He's lost 10 million. He's going to have to stand behind that now. And he's going. I don't know where he's going, but he's going somewhere. And that's the but top the, of... But the problem is, right... Nobody's going to want to take the tit. Not even that. He needs to understand that no matter how good you are, you can fade into obscurity real fast. Oh, big time. And always... Isaiah Thomas is a prime example of that. Exactly, exactly. And then all of a sudden, you're not needed. Like, there's a difference between being wanted and being needed. Like, you can you can want somebody like Ben Simmons, but do you do you need him? Do you need everything that comes with him? Do you need do you need all that? Like, do you, do you need that disruption in your locker room? Exactly. Do you that, need that media storm that surrounds Ben Simmons being traded? Petulant, childish. Because what what it sounds awful, but the only teams where he can go now, where he's king of the hill. Yeah. Sacramento. Aren't teams he'd want to go to? Sacra- send him to Sacramento. Get you know Ad- what I mean? Like if he went to Sacramento, if he went to Detroit. I'd, I'd trade him for to- Buddy Yield tomorrow. I would trade him for Buddy Yield tomorrow. Send him, get Buddy Yield in. Like at least we've got somebody who can shoot. Obviously, we've got shooters anyway in Seth, Danny Green, Cork Masbo. Bring Buddy Yield in or Darren Fox or I don't know. Just send him somewhere into obscurity where he's not going to make the playoffs and make him realise what the NBA is because he was putting the NBA in a really good position where they built the team around him and Embiid. And I think he's been spoiled. No, no, I don't think he's, he has been spoiled. He's definitely been spoiled. And he doesn't understand the the struggle that your Carl Anthony Towns has or your Devin Booker had or these teams that couldn't make the playoffs because they didn't have the team around them. And he would made the playoffs every year. And I think he just, and he's a great player and I'm not saying he isn't, but I think when he was on his own and Embiid wasn't playing, we didn't play as well. Uh, I think when we've got Embiid in the team, like I say, you've got a player who can potentially drop 40, 50 points at any given night on anybody there is no player in that league that can guard Joel Embiid. Every player in the league can guard Ben Simmons because you just stand two metres back and go shoot the ball. Why? So... And, and I think that's that's testament to a player that came in is being dubbed, you know, young LeBron, the next LeBron. He had a Beats endorsement deal the second he signed his contract, if not before. Nike endorsement straight away. Nike endorsements. And you've got to be thinking, these big brands are sat there going... It's a boo-boo. Yeah, yeah. we've made it. Like, do, do, do we want... To, like, is Are we going to see Ben Simmons playing for the Indiana Pacers wearing fucking Anta yeah. in two years? Possibly. Possibly. We're going to talk about him in the same vein that we did... Greg Oden, like what could have been and and whatnot. And and it seems like at present, this is all people like to do is talk about what could have been. They're talking about Zion, like, oh, well, you know, is Zion a bust now? Well, no, he's not. He's been injured. Like he's played more, he's played more games in his first two seasons in the NBA than Joel Embiid did. Exactly. And like I just hope it works itself out because I want the best players to be in the league. Of course, playing. You want I also them. have got friends who are Sixers fans and deserve to have great players playing for their teams. Like, just do something mental and trade him to the Celtics for Ennis Cantor. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah, do it. Get him in. Just. Oh, I hate. I I hate Ennis Cantor. He's annoying me as well. So it ends freedom. Yeah. A few moments well, later. Just one, well, there's more than one. 
But the Detroit Slim Shady. What are they called? Are they called the Mitchell and Ness crossover jersey? Is that what they're called? Yeah, like they they they've done them for various different kind rappers. of like musicians and rappers and. I, I, did you see that? Did you see the Slim Shady one? Yeah, like have it you blows everything else out of the water. Have you seen? I know. Have you seen? That's so. The best thing about it is. They've stitched them. Well, they stitched that one. I don't know about the other ones in the range. I didn't see, to be honest with you, I didn't even, I wasn't interested in any of the others. I only seen that. And it's the first one where I've gone, oh, I'd like that in my in my collection, that one. Because normally I'm just a bit like, even, I don't even know if they've done a Sixers one actually, but all the others have been like, they're terrible. Don't like that. Anyway, the, that one, the Eminem one, I'll, I'll show it anyway. But, just to give you an idea of what it is, it's in the old school Grant Hill colours. It's the old big piston horse on the front. It's black. It's got like the teal, yellow and red down the sides. But the back of the piston is like, I'm going to say it's like the back of a motorbike and it's got flames coming out of it. Like to kind of, well, no, the back of a car to signify Motor City. And it's also got the hockey mask on that Eminem used to wear, which is really cool. Uh, and then there's loads of kind of little things on the jersey for like Eminem and the Pistons and Detroit. And it, it's just re- it's just a really, really cool jersey. Uh, I've seen it sold out straight away. Like you can't get it. As it, like, mate, as it should. Yeah. Like, um, I think the best one I've seen is that one, but the yeah. only one that kind of came close and personified the vibe of an area and a team was probably the DJ Khaled one. Yeah, the, the, the big key. Like, that was cool. Um, yeah. And, yeah, like, you'd love to, like, I'm out here hoping there's a a Kanye Bose one at some point. Oh, mate, can you imagine? There's a Meek Mill Philly one. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But the, it's just it's a it's a prime example of you can have the right idea, you can implement that idea, and sometimes it works for the right people. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, like you, I, you, I, you vaguely done it potentially with um Atlanta and Migos. Yeah, but. But you you literally you you've you've done it wrong so many times. Yeah. That now you've just gone just yeah, this is work. And the best thing about it is is it's the ultimate fit because it also matches the Carhartt Jordan 4 MMs. Yeah, 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 it does. It, des- it definitely does. And like that, like you walk in there, I don't care if you're wearing Jordan 1 Dior's. Yeah. And a drill-encrusted Kareem Abdul Bazaar jersey. Like, you walk in wearing that, and the entire room of it's people dirty, that understand wow. are just going to stop and go... Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's a slow clap moment, that. It's a slow clap moment. But, yeah, like I've looked on, not that I was looking for myself, but just through looking for jerseys and stuff online. For the throwback store, uh, they're going for like five hundred, six hundred dollars. The M M&M and M jersey now, so oh, they should. Great, yeah, great, great uh, resell kind of look at that. But crazy went crazy that one. Really, 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 uh, really liked it. Uh, and going from that to <clears throat> the mixtape jerseys that the teams have played in uh, this season. What's been some of your favourites? So, I was excited when I seen the Nets on court. Yeah, I like that one. And like then, one on now, I just think they're, they're wearing it a bit much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm really, really growing on the, um, on the Celtics one. I'm joking, I'm not, I'm not. 
No, nobody is. Nobody is. Um, Don't do that to me. The the one that still bangs biggest is probably the Hawks. Yeah, I was going to say the Atlanta. Like, one. It just Trey Young in that is it's just a vibe. It is just a vibe. Like there's nothing cooler than like the big hawk, the big hawk. Like do you know the one that has surprised me? The Dallas one. Really like the Dallas one on court. No, really. It just it just takes me back to like. Just makes me think of like Mitch Richmond, Jim Jones, uh, early J Kid, like that era. Like even when uh, Rodman went to the the Mavericks and wanted to play in number sixty nine, and they wouldn't let him. Like going back to that, I know, I know that's Rodman though, isn't he? Does what he wants. Well, no, he doesn't do what he wants because they stopped him. Uh, but yeah, so. That was cool. Uh, sneakers, what are we saying? There's not been some great releases. It's been a quiet couple of weeks, months. I've not really... Um, I bought some... I went a little bit bougie and bought some Valentinos. Of course you did. Why that's, not, mate? Treat yourself. Right. Treat, I did, yeah, I did. I treated myself, treated myself, so... But um, there's none. there's none that have really pulled me in. Yeah. And I've gone, oh, I need them. Yeah. Until oh, the main man, Ellie Wade, popped up a picture from the sneakers app of the Jordan 4 Crimson. So are you are you definitely in in on these? Are you are you going all in on getting these? Yeah, because they're everything. That makes my they're, life happy. they're everything that I've ever wanted, mate. They are Jordan 4, favorite shoe, black and red. Any Bulls jersey, done, sorted, absolutely done. sorted. Well, done. I'm I've got I've got a couple of done, doors, as you know. Uh, the unions. The off whites, so I'm I'm a big advocate of the Jordan Four. Uh, Have you cut the tongue yet on your unions? Yeah. Do you want to see? Yeah. I did it. I did it. How many times did you sit there like? I don't hey, know. Look how much cooler it looks. It does, doesn't it? it ju- mate, it just bangs off more. Obviously. It's still there underneath, but I do. I think the tongue is what makes a Jordan Four. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of the time the tongue is what makes it. So, but I think one of the biggest things for me about Jordans, yeah, is the tongues. Yeah, like, the tongues are almost as iconic as the shoe. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like you talk about a Jordan One, like the fact that if you buy a high top Jordan One, you get the night air. Yeah, exactly. If you buy a mid, you get the jumpman, which is basically like a polite way of saying we're nearly there, but we're not there. <laughs> we're not quite. You're not quite there yet. And then you talk about like the Jordan Free. Yeah. Like the the swoop, beautiful. The four. What the what, five? What's the five? Is the five the one with the big silver tongue? Yeah, like it's like, like the breads. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a pair of them somewhere. Like it's just like I, I remember seeing it on my um my PSG Jordans, and I was like, it bangs. Yeah, yeah. Like def- so, I think that they've they've got the the title for the most iconic tongues. Definitely. Well, um, after Gene Simmons, obviously. Mate, how weird is that? I was about to say that. <laughs> it's like it's like we've been away, but we're always in here. And in I'll here. be honest, when this when this podcast started, oh, I thought my yeah. camera was broke because the LA logo on your hat was upside down. Yeah, I know, I know. Not everybody can be as cool as me. Which side's your heart on? Yeah. So what? Oh, but you're in here and you're in here, wherever it is. Oh, you'll thanks, always mate. be there. It's what I was trying to say. I know the profession you work in. I know. And you just asked me. I do see. I, I, I lit. I'm literally the uh, 
I'm literally the first aid. Like, I literally do the training for first aid. <laughs> like, I literally deliver training on, <laughs> on first aid in work. I don't even know where my heart is. It's because mine doesn't beat because we've not got one. So I worry. Don't try and grovel now, you fucking thick bastard. <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Ironically, you count your heartbeats per minute. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I ain't got one. <laughs> Only when you've got a heart do you count them per... Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, moving on. Uh, I don't know what else I've got to say to you today. There's some other stuff that we wanted to speak. Oh, all-star picks. Just the both starting five. Yeah, yeah, I could do that. But no, honestly, I um, I did, I did, I always forget to do it. I always forget to vote. Well, do you know what? I've not done it yet. So why don't we? Why me? Why don't we do it together on mine? Go on then. Just off the cuff, let's uh, do the all star voting. Right then. Where are we? Where are we? Let's find top plays all-star votes. 2020 all-star voting is now open. But do you know the only thing that disappoint me? I realised it was in Cleveland. I know. I know. They're going to mess them jerseys up big. But if they're clever, they'll just do a burgundy jersey. And a gold jersey. Well, yeah, you'd think that, and that'd be good, wouldn't it? That'd be good. Or they'd go old school and go for like, remember like the light blue that they had years ago? Oh, 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 that could. Anyway, front court. So the one mine for the East. Yeah. Quite simply, Big Dog, Damar and Zach. Wow. So we're not picking them. Uh, no, we're not, no. But I am. Katie, Do you know what I mean? I have to. You've got to pick three, haven't you? Yeah, three front yeah. court, two back court. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, my back court's um, Damar and Levine. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. So the top three that I can see here on my page is Durant, Antetokounmpo. Oh, yeah, and somebody asked me, I'm not going to say the name. Somebody asked me the next time we do a podcast to ask you to pronounce Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo? Yeah, well done. This is because the one time I said it... And you said Antetokounmpo. I said Antetokounmpo. <laughs> and it would be less embarrassing if at one point in my life I hadn't said, it's lovely to meet you, Mr. Antetokounmpo. <laughs> Antetoponku. Antetoponku. But then I was freaking out so much that when I did meet him, I said, it's lovely to meet you. Yanis. <laughs> it's lovely to meet you, Yanis. And then I think at one point, after having far too many complimentary beers, said, but we need to understand he's the son of Athens. Like this. Well... Yeah, and that's why you've not been to an NBA event since. <laughs> oh, trust me, there are people that done far worse. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. I nearly killed David Silver with a bottle of coke. Uh, Who the fuck is David Silver? It, it's Adam Silver and <laughs> David Stern's son. <laughs> David Silver. Didn't he used to play for City? You've just sounded like a bloke in the Blue Moon pub. He's got, I don't know. We've signed this Spanish sport, David Silver. But he's got to be all there and shit, and I don't know if I like him. Uh, Yeah, anyway. And you fast forward four years later, and he's like, oh, you mean David (laughs) Silva? Yeah. Anyway, can we get back to this front court? So the the front, the three at the top. 
are Durant, Antetokounmpo, and Embiid, and they're the three I thought I was going to pick anyway. So, so I, I obviously only had one difference in that, and that was obviously I put in um, everyone's Euro twenty twenty tweeting love and power Vooch. Of course, right now, backcourt. Who are we going with? I'm going with Demar Derozan. I'm picking Demar. Yeah, definitely. Uh, he deserves to be an all-star star. Yeah, he's you know also he... lucky in respect. <laughs> you you know can vote for him as a guard forward. Do you know so he's do... got double chances? Do you know who I do like? And he's been one of my favourite players this year. Kemba Cole... Walker, Cole Anthony. At the magic. I fucking love Cole Anthony, me. Can we take a moment to appreciate that as much as this shit we give the guys at the Orlando Magic and the Orlando Magic UK account? Yeah. They had Greg Anthony on their podcast. I know, that's big. And that's sick. Yeah. Cole's dad, that, by the way. Anybody, that's mental. That's mega. That is mega. Uh, so I've gone with DeRozan and Trey Young. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at it. I accept it. Trey Young is kind of reinventing himself. Last year, he was just basically that guy that people knew he was going to fall over. Yeah, um, but he is averaging twenty eight nine and four, or nearly twenty. It's nearly twenty eight ten and four actually. Which yeah, and he deserves it. Like he's a great player. He will be an all star. I've just basically um, chose the top two. I found the West really hard. Yeah, obviously LeBron. Yeah. And Jokic in the front court. Shout out to LeBron who played his first official game as a centre the other day. That was yeah, crazy. That must mean at some point he started at every position. Yeah, 100%. 100%. My number three in the vote is going to be Kristaps Porzingis. Controversial. I've, I've loved him this season. I went for... Okay, so mine, my backcourt, I've just realised I didn't vote for LeBron. And the front court in the West is... Steph. Yeah. And Luca. So I've gone for my West, starting five. The Joker, okay. the Brow. Yeah. Ja Morant. Yeah. Steph Curry. Yeah. And Miles Bridges. Oh, I love Miles Bridges. I love Miles Bridges. He's going to be a superstar, you know. I'm convinced. So just to read. Oh, Bridges. Oh, yeah. Place for the Suns. Oh, Mikel. Yeah, no. Yeah, Mikel's great. But I love Miles. My laptop's going to die in a second. So I'm going to try. wind it up. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Keep talking shit about the bridges. Brooklyn Bridge. We've got... Uh, the fourth bridge. Yeah, we've got... London Bridge. We've which got, isn't the bridge that people think is London Bridge. That's actually Tower, that's Bridge. Tower Bridge. I've got Tower Bridge tattooed on the back of my arm. You've got, you've got Frankie Bridge, who's married to Wayne Bridge. And you've got... Uh, Kevin Bridges, so he's a double bridge. Yeah. That's it. I'm out of bridges. Mm. I don't know. Golden Gate. Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, that's that's a good bridge. Uh, That's it. There's got to be more. Probably is, but this is the Throwback Podcast, not the Cast Iron Podcast. So um, the Cast we'll Iron Past Pod. So I love nothing more while we're talking about all stars than people having oh. their first all star game. Oh yeah. So I'm hoping that we do see some initial people. And I feel like we're going to be witnessing some generational changes in people that have had multiple, multiple all-star appearances 
not getting selected? Or is it going to be that bullshit thing where we still just have to give them a vote because of their fucking name? Because of the dad. I think we might see... Yeah, I think we might see LaMelo Ball and I think we might see Ja Morant this year. Anyway, just to recap on my teams because we didn't, I didn't kind of do that. So my backcourt is in the East is DeRozan and Young, frontcourts Durant, Antetokounmpo and Embiid. In the West, frontcourts Curry and Doncic, backcourts LeBron, Jokic and Porzingis. That means out of the 10 selected, Half of them aren't American, which is good. Yeah, four Europeans and a Cameroonian. Yeah, like that, and that in itself personifies what's great about the NBA. Yeah, um, I hope there's some people that do get a chance now. What would be amazing is if by, and you won't like this, but I will, both Ball brothers get picked. Oh. Both Curry brothers get picked. Oh. And both Holiday brothers and both Antetokounmpo brothers. And we bring... That won't happen because there's only one good. (laughs) Yeah. And we bring back the Nevilles and Gary and Phil play and all... Do you know what? Gary and Phil would be better defenders than the fucking Lopez's. Yeah, I fucking know that. I know, I know. Anyway. And then they could bring Scolzi back just to nibble on some toes. Yeah, just bring Scolzi back. And that is that. <laughs> but that's episode 46, I reckon, Mark. Well, I th- well, yeah. I think that's the end of this. So now I want people to send in their questions because this is going to be more regular now. We're going to be like a well-managed bowel. Regular. And at the end, it's just a load of shit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you're definitely right there. You're definitely right. Uh, Yeah, I think we're done for episode 46. A lot of people have been messaging, asking when it's coming back. Uh, we appreciate everybody. Obviously, I've started a new job. G started a new job. G had COVID. We had Christmas. You had Christmas. And now we're in the new year. And we are going to start to try and get one out every week. Uh, so happy new year, motherfuckers. Yeah, happy new Look year. Look after yourselves. Look after yourselves. Be good. Be kind. Stay safe. And fucking hate the Knicks. <laughs> yeah, and everybody hate the Knicks. We didn't say that, but please do. Uh, and enjoy uh, your weekend because this will be going out Friday and we shall see you for episode 47. Peace.